Hey, welcome to another episode of the Sal and Bob Show here as we get close to September of 2023. I am comedian Sal D'Amelio along with across from me here at a beautiful restaurant that we're about to tell you about is uh, my partner in crime on the show, comedian himself, Mr. Bob Phillips. Bob, how you doing tonight, I buddy? couldn't be doing uh, any better, sir. We have uh, consumed some of the best Mediterranean food in the country. Yeah, this place is... Uh, we, we know We don't even have to like kind of look at the menu here. We can no. just talk off, off the... We've been off here the, so yeah, many We've been times. here so many times, but it's called La George. It's on Main Street in downtown Northville, right next to... Uh, Genetti's, where we do our monthly yes. show. We thought we would highlight one of the restaurants we go to after our show, before our show, Tuesdays before our show, Wednesdays yeah. before. I mean, we go here. Yeah. It's a great Mediterranean uh, place. The owners, George and Rita, I don't know their last names, but uh, yeah. just wonderful people that are they're there every day. They work every day. Neither one of them takes a day off. No. Rita cooks. George is kind of like the bartender and helps serve food. Yep, and, yep. Um, you know, I did a show in Ann Arbor last night, and I was telling people about our, our show, and uh, and they were, um, you know, they mentioned La George. So La George is very well known in this community. It's a it, great restaurant. It, it really is. Um, and, and it's one of the premier restaurants in all of Michigan, as far as I'm concerned. It really there's is. There's not a single thing on this menu that we don't love. And we've had, I think, everything on this menu. Great wine list. Um, you know, great uh, liquor and beer uh, selections. We don't drink a lot of liquor and beer. We're wine guys. But uh, George and Rita have been um, friends of the show for three years, ever since the pandemic, right? Because uh, this was one of the first places we could go when the pandemic was sort of, you know, when the when, when, when some of the restrictions were lifted, mm-hmm. right? We, I think we ate outside one yes, time. Yes, we did. In freezing cold. Spring and yeah. summer of uh, 2020, yeah, yeah. 21. Yep. So, uh, and they're always wonderful people. Uh, Monica, one of the wait staff here, she's uh, gorgeous and wonder, uh, one of the wonderful people here at the restaurant. And Dylan, uh, he's uh, off on college. He's, he's getting college educated. But uh, the mainstays here are George and Rita. We want to say thank you. Yeah. Always welcoming us and always going way beyond expectations. Mm-hmm. Right? Great place. Probably the best garlic oh, dip th- or whatever. Great point. It's just unbelievable. I mean, the whipped garlic. The whipped garlic. It, it's, there's nothing like it. <laughs> I don't know how they make it. I wouldn't even know how to start to make I that. I wouldn't even but know. And just, I've looked it up online. I know the ingredients. I know what they say to do. Yeah. But there's no way we could make this. No, no. It's do. just so good. You could eat it just with a, a spoon with nothing else. You know, It I is. Mean, and it's it's ridiculous. And then with pita how, bread, it's just to die for. Like, I could literally just eat that. And I don't, it, I don't it, you need know what? Else. How many times have we said that? We could go to this restaurant and eat nothing but pita bread and garlic and And wine. the carrots with it is really my favorite. I love dipping yeah. the carrots in there oh, and the, the celery carrots, with it. Yes. Even so more than the pita bread, really. Um, for some reason, but uh, and, and the lamb they, chops, the lamb chops are Woo! to die for. Uh, just a great, great place. So if you are anywhere near Southeast Michigan, or you're coming down here to uh, whatever you might be doing, if you're up north and you're coming down, or maybe you're going to the track, maybe you're going to you know the, the Northville. <laughs> yeah, down. I mean, some people could go to the track and come to La George first. Yeah, right? I would before they lose do that. all their money. 
I would definitely do that. So we're going to highlight LaGeorge here throughout the episode. We also are kind of going back to not necessarily always one-hit wonders, but just songs that just, like, stick out in our minds. Or maybe it's something I've yeah. heard. Today's song is actually a song that I just heard on the way to LaGeorge. I'll be honest with you. I just... And- it that was the squeeze up. song you were telling me It was a squeeze about? song, okay. and I remember it, it. It came out in 1987. It's called Hourglass, and it's just a funny. It's it's a funny song to me, you know. Um, here's some of the words. Um, if you've never heard of this, it, it's it's. I, I'm not going to sing. I'll sing the one part because I yeah, like. Go singing. ahead, man. It's one of those it's songs that you here. like. Sing. I'm surprised this we're song in the is corner not, booth. I'm surprised <laughs> this song is not. Uh, it's not a karaoke song because it's okay. so fun. But it's uh, here's the words. I feel like I'm pounding on a big door. No one can hear me knocking. I feel like I'm falling flat to the floor. No one can catch me from falling. The hourglass has no more grains of sand. My watch has stopped. No more turning hands. The crew have abandoned ship. The lights are on, but now no one is on. And then is the part that's fun to sing. It goes... Take it to the bridge, throw it overboard, see if it can swim, back up to the shore. No one's in the house, all the lights are out, and the blinds are down. Take it to the bridge, throw it overboard, see if it can swim, back up to the shore. No one's in the house, everyone's out, and the lights are on. It's such a fun song. Hey, you did it, buddy. I did, and they I, we read about this song a little bit on Wikipedia, and it's just like they said, the, the, and you, you, you know the guy... You know, you got a great story about kind of one of the lead singers of this band. This band well, is called Squeeze. Yes. They have, they've had seven albums in their career. Yes. I know this song just from 1987. It came out in 87. I was 20 years old. I used to hear it on the radio. And yeah. it was just a fun song to sing as I just tried to sing it right there. Yeah. It's just a fun song. But it doesn't mean nothing. I looked up there. They said, ah, they just kind of wrote it in an afternoon. It, there's no lyrical meaning behind these words. It's, it's just, just a fun Nonsense. song that's fun to sing you just heard me try to sing it, it it's and and it's just a fun and i never even knew this band existed i really i knew the song but i didn't know the band you didn't you, know squeeze not not really really okay no, i really don't well even. you were okay so you've got you're, you're six years younger than me so yeah squeeze was uh you know they had their heyday in the early 80s okay tempted uh coffee black coffee in bed i mean that was you know their big deal uh t- uh what was it uh Different and Tilbrook, they were the main members of this band, and they were at one point touted as the next Lennon and McCartney because they were such good songwriters. Well, they never hit that level, but they they put out some pretty iconic songs that 40 years later people are still singing, like, you know, and, yeah. and the one that you brought up tonight <laughs> is, uh, is a good example of that. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but... Uh, you ha- uh, stop for a second, Nate. We're, we're, okay, so we, we talked about Squeeze, right? We and then you wanted to talk about like that singer because yeah. I was going to do a little background on the band. And do then a little after background that, on the band. Okay, and I'll do I'll do Paul Carrot. Okay, perfect. Three, so, two, one. So yeah, so uh, again, not really a one-hit wonder because, like you just said, Squeeze has had some other hits. So this is not really considered a one-hit wonder kind of band. But this song just, you know, like I said, I, I, it just came on the radio on the way, and I'm like, we got to talk about this. Um, Hourglass was the first single released from Squeeze's seventh album, Babylon and On, aided by an optical illusion-filled music video directed by 
Ada Edmondson. That's the video. Obviously, back in that day, MTV was big and everything was a video. What was the date of that album, Sal? Can I ask you that? Yeah. When uh, did that album come out? That that album was released in July of 1987. Okay. Uh, the label was A&M. The okay. songwriters of that song, Glenn Til- Tilbrook and Chris Difford. Yep. Um, Difford and Tilbrook. And yes. Lennon and McCartney. That yes. Quite uh, let's see. Song. It was... Uh, Hourglass was released as the debut single for Babylon and On. It became one of the band's biggest hits, reaching number 15 in the United States and number 16 in the UK. The single remains the band's highest charting single in the United States. Tilbrook argued that the negative lyrics were ironic considering it went on to be a chart hit. The single's success was bolstered by a music video directed by Aide Edmondson, who was recruited by keyboardist Jules Holland. The video featured the band performing the song in a set with serialist art and optical illusions. Hmm. The video received an MTV award for its art direction by Nick Edwards and Clive Crotty. Different leader said, the reason this song exists in my mind is purely for the video. Um, so interesting song. It only made it to 16. It really wasn't even a number one hit. It's not even, so like I said, we're we're getting away from just doing number one hits. We're, we're going to talk about songs that just right. yeah. kind of just, you know, maybe a song you heard when you were young, or it could be a song you heard last week. We might do songs that were released in 2022. Uh, there's no re- rhyme or reason why we're going to release songs. It was just one that I heard today. It's only three minutes and 16 seconds long. It's a sh- short song compared bang, bang, to bang. some of the songs that are going on now. Um, but you had an interesting story about one of the lead singers that was was with Squeeze and he yes. was with other bands. Yeah. Amazing story you told me about the uh, hits this guy had with other bands, but he was a singer for Squeeze for a little bit. He was. Paul Carrick is his name and uh, he's one of, uh, you talk about an unsung hero. You talk about a guy who really hasn't get, been given his due in the uh, music industry. It's Paul Carrick. Let me, let me tell you, Sal, he has had massive I mean massive, like chart-topping success for three different bands, okay? Paul Carrick first uh, came to uh, fame uh, being the lead singer of Ace. Now, that was like 77 or 78. Okay. And that song, do you remember that song at all? Which song? Okay. This, um, let, let let me give you a little tease here. Okay. Um... The uh, Paul I want, okay, so it's a 77 78. Let me let me let me see if I can give you a little something to, to, to help you guess this. Um, um, how long, how long has this been going? There you go, buddy. I love That's that song. Paul Carrick. See, okay? I, you, I don't know singers, but I know the songs. Oh, you know the song, yeah, right? I can start okay. singing them on cue. That's Paul Carrick. That was the first big hit, he and he had. was a singer for Squeeze. He was the he was not only the singer for Ace, which or Ace. did that song, How Long Has This Been Going On? But yes, he also became the lead singer for Squeeze. Okay. And Squeeze had a lot of hits in the early 80s. Yep. Uh, Black Coffee in Bed, songs like that. He had, uh, yeah, he hit. Uh, but. Yeah, amazing. But, but Carrick, Paul Carrick's was Tempted. Tempted by the Fruit of Another. Ah. That's Squeeze's biggest hit. Okay. okay? 
Oh, Squeeze is Tempted, 1981. 1981. Correct. I mean, I was 19 years old. I couldn't get enough of that song. Yeah, so great that's song, two man. bands wow. within what? Three or four How years. How long was in 75? Squeeze is Tempted was 81. Oh, and then he went, 75 was... Was how long? Okay. And then he went... 81 right. was Tempted. Then he went with Mike and the Mechanics. Mike and the Mechanics. That's a good... Thank you for bringing that up because huge hit, The Living Years. Yes, 1988 was a The Living song Years. About, God, what a great uh, a song. son talking about... Wishing he had told his father how much he yeah. loved him. He wishes that he had had more time with him. Uh, but uh, three, okay, so three massive hits. Yep. Massive hits for three different bands. Yep. Paul Carrick. And then, so if you, I'm just going to tell every listener of the Sal and Bob show, if you want to listen to some beautiful, soulful songs by Paul Carrick himself, some that he's written, some that he's doing... You know, from the squeeze and the Mike and the Mechanic years and the Ace years, uh, he's just so. Amazing. I don't know why he's not more famous, but I did look up on uh, Wikipedia. What is Paul Carrick's net worth? You're not going to believe this. Paul Carrick's net worth. What is his net worth? I'm going to give you a he's, range. He's got some pretty good songs there. Is if he it five hundred thousand or is it a hundred million? It's definitely not going to be five hundred thousand. No. But I don't know about a hundred million. I'm gonna say maybe like twenty million. Sixty-one million. Wow. That's Man. how much money you can make when you're singing number one songs for three different Jeez. bands wow. over forty-five years. Man. That's Paul Carrick. So that's anyway. great. He's uh, he was born in uh, he was born on April twenty second in nineteen fifty one. He is seventy two years old. Seventy two, and he's still killing uh, it, man. I just yeah. saw something on YouTube the other day, a concert he had, and uh, somehow he's managed to negotiate the, the ability to sing all these hit songs and his royalties and agreements and blah blah blah. But I'm yeah. telling you what, man, one of my favorite, my, literally one of my all time favorite albums. I'm going to look it up here. I don't know if they call it uh, Paul Carrick's uh, Greatest Hits. Uh, yeah, it's Paul Carrick's Greatest Hits. And yeah. How Long, Tempted, Silent Running is on there. Walk in the Room, which is a great song. The Living Years with Mike mm. and the Great Mike song. Uh, I Live on a Battlefield, Dedicated, Over My Shoulder, Love Will Keep Us Alive, Eyes of Blue, Beautiful world, satisfy my soul. It just goes on. He sang so, with Nick Lowe too. I yes, like he Nick did. Lowe. And and he also uh, Mike and the Mechanics. What a great great band that was. I mean, yeah, geez. they really were. They were they were like one of the what do they call them super groups? Yeah, like one of those things where they had guys from Genesis, and they had Paul Carrick singing from Squeeze, and they had all these uh, the eighties. I God, man, what a what a decade for music! And he's right? still, like you said, he's still going strong. In 2012, yeah. Carrick was the subject of an hour-long BBC Four television documentary. Uh, in 2013, he helped kick off Eric Clapton's 50th anniversary tour. Yeah, uh, I mean, this guy's still going strong. In May yeah, hugely respected singer and musician. Yeah. in the industry. Um, but uh, yeah, if you haven't heard of Paul Carrick, now you've heard. Now you know who he is. Now you know the yeah. voice behind all these iconic songs. Get that album. Yeah, Paul I'm, I'm gonna. And you know what's it. you know what's really interesting about these guys? It's almost like as a comedian, like sometimes we do comedy. Obviously, most of the time we do comedy, 
But you know, we, if somebody said to Bob Phillips, "Hey, will you, you know, will you host this event?" You're not telling any jokes. You're hosting an event, yeah. right? We would do something like that because obviously yeah. we're good. We're good on our feet. We're good sure. with the mic. That's what we do. So, well, what do what do great singers like like this guy do? Well, he, you know what he does now a lot of he does session work. Yeah, you know his distinctive voice and keyboard skills have kept him in demand as a session musician on many projects. Session he was on the piano. He was on the piano on the Pretender Studio album, Learning to Crawl, in 1983. He just played the piano on that yeah, album. Yeah, he's done you so know? much session work. He played so the keyboards on the Smiths. I love the Smiths. The, I didn't know he did yeah. keyboard for the Smiths. Yeah, Smiths I love in that 1984. Too. He did uh, lead vocals on Roger Waters' Radio KAQS album. Wow. Well, no or, wonder he's Organ on million. Elton John's Made in England album, 1985. Wait a minute. I need to know. What did he do on Made in England? That's one of my favorite albums. What uh, did Paul Carrick or, or, do? He did the organ. It just says he did the organ on oh, Elton John's okay, Made in England and The Big Picture in 1997. So, Great album. Tell geez. me, do I fit He worked with B.B. King. He did picture. organ and vocals on B.B. King's album. Well, That's, that's why he's worth $60 million. There you go. He's an English guy. But he's got soul in him, and people just love him, and he's... Uh, well, there you go. So there you I go. Could... Uh, th- you're going to love this, because I know you're an Elton John fan. In 1997, Carrick played organ for Elton John on the single Something About the Way You Look Tonight. I didn't and was know that. I was, I'm going to have to listen to that again. And a double A-sided single, which set a new record for best-setting single of all time. This guy's the real deal. That, yeah, Something About the Way You Look Tonight was the B-side to Candle in the Wind, which was the tribute to Princess Diana. Yep. But I'm going to tell you what was the remake of Candle in the Wind. Something about the way you look tonight. I mean, that was a Sinatra song. Yeah. 60 years ago. Yeah. But Elton, Bernie Taupin wrote different lyrics and did a different song. Uh, and I can't explain, but there's something about the way you look tonight. It's such so a good song. So he's got a different version of it. Oh, it's a whole it's a, nice. The title is the same, but the lyrics and yeah. the melody. Yeah, uh, I'm going to listen to that. Is different. And you got to listen to Hourglass. We're going to have Nate play it out for you guys tonight, but it's a fun song to sing as I tried singing it today. I like that song. And it's a great song. So that's our music feature today. Uh, the song Hourglass by Squeeze and then kind of a little... A little synopsis of uh, Paul Carrick. What an interesting character. I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't Isn't even know he? that. Yeah. So great, man. If you guys, uh, man, we just named some really good songs you guys should download in YouTube. Even some of you young whippersnappers that are listening to this. You this young is music. kids. This is music. This isn't, uh, you know, <laughs> crap you got going on now. No, by the way, although, there's, hang there's, on, there's I, no auto-tune on this shit. Although we were talking about something interesting before the show, and I want to bring this up. Uh, you do have one young whippersnapper that is tearing up the charts, and we wanted to talk about Taylor Swift. My God, is a is a living legend. Yeah, she is absolutely. She broke Elton John's tour, Yellow Brick Road. I think it was called. Yeah, uh, the Goodbye Nine, Yellow Brick Road. Nine hundred million dollars. She's yeah. over a billion on her area tour. Insane. Paying her, isn't that insane? Paying, paying her truckers a hundred thousand. The guys that load her trucks of her shit. One hundred thousand dollar checks just just because just Mad because. respect for Taylor Swift. I love what her a, for that. What a great thing to do for the people that helped her put this tour together. It grossed a billion dollars, and I think I read where uh, her, her cash outlay for bonuses and things for the truckers and for the roadies was fifty million. That's not chump change, man. And you know, some people go, "Oh, she grossed a million or, or a billion. 
That's not the point. What? $50 million she gave away. I don't know. I honestly don't know a single Taylor Swift song. I really don't. I, I think maybe if I heard it, I'd say, if, yeah, yeah, I think I've heard that I know before. I but hear them. I don't know the names. And the, what, a, what, a, what a great person. Big time, man. That's a, that's a big time. It's, she's shattering all kinds of records. And like you said, she's not done. You know, she's got a long way to go. Man. Got a I mean, long way to go. So she keeps coming out with new stuff. She, you know, she's just one of those rare talents that's a songwriter and a singer. Um, I don't know if she plays any instruments. I'm sure she probably she does. does. She plays guitar and piano. Crazy. Um, I think there's more. She started her career, I think, in 2008, touring with Keith Urban. And now wow, Keith Urban would probably open up for Keith, her now. Keith you know? Urban. With Although his, he's a uh, big talent. Too, with his not. hair straightener and uh, Nicole Kidman telling him what to do every five seconds. He's probably wishing he had Taylor Swift's life. Good. <laughs> If I'm eating on mic, I apologize. I'm having this great food at La George. We're eating some. We're having dessert uh, now. Garlic, garlic uh, stuff. Well, we're having dessert, but I'm still eating the garlic. All right, I'm having a Beirut Nights dessert, and if you're up here, you got to try that. Yeah. Uh, what's Great. your favorite meal here? My favorite meal um, at uh, La George was for years was chicken galaba, and you and I. How many times did we order the galaba? I love it. A hundred times, right? It's so good. Um, the light shops are insane. I ordered tonight the best thing I've ever had here, which was the Cornish hen, the deboned Cornish hen. Okay. Good Lord. Uh, thank God Cornish hens are small, because I would have eaten like 20 <laughs> of them if I had the chance, right? Uh, so it was delicious. Everything was delicious. George and Rita, they just killed it again. Great place. So make sure you uh, check out La George in downtown Northville on Main Street whenever you can. We cannot have a podcast without talking about the 45th president of the United States getting a mug shot this week. We have Cheeto to talk McFuck about Cheeto McFuckface. Cheeto McFuckface. <laughs> and it, I, I got to tell you, and we talked about it a little bit over dinner with the mics off. You know, the, it was a good mug shot. If you if you want to really admit it, you know, wasn't disheveled he, looking. He was wasn't nope, smiling. He did what he wanted to do with it. And it's it's so interesting. I don't know. It's it. This is a chess match between the Democrats, the Republicans, the the White House, the administration, the media. It's all a chess match of, you know, should we should we do a mug shot with them? Should we not do a mug yeah. shot? I think it was a mistake if you're on the Democratic side because this mugshot, people love uh, criminals that can do good <laughs> after, right? I mean, let's face it. Rappers sell yeah. albums because mm-hmm. they're in jail and they get out and they sing about it, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah. You know? Good point. I mean, Tupac Shakur made more money when he was dead. His yeah. albums sold like crazy. <laughs> he got shot. I mean, it, not, I'm not trying to you know say he should be assassinated, but if Trump died, he'd probably be more popular. He'd probably, he probably run for would president be. as a dead guy and win. You yeah, know? I mean, I'm joking, but it's like that's how popular he would be. No, but you're you're probably you know? right. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, uh, Michael Jackson's uh, catalog became, you know, five times uh, what it was worth when he was alive, because now he's dead. Yeah, and obviously I'm joking. And, uh, you can't be president if you're dead. Uh, he's got to be alive to win. Don't and, say that to Joe Biden. Hi-oh! <laughs> um, 
but it's interesting times. You know, a president has a mugshot. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, I don't know what's next. We, we need a president to have a tour like uh, Taylor Swift. When, when's right. that? We, we need, like, an, a singer to become president. How? What would, you know, that would be the only other way it could top what's Who going on Who would it be? What, what, what singer could, could possibly <laughs> Bruno pull? Mars or something. <laughs> Bruno Mars, all five foot five of him. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of uh, well, politically. John, well, John's not American, though, right? No, he's that's right. He couldn't be president. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce, there you go. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. The boss could definitely could definitely be. Well, we talked about this before. What actor do you think could be president? I think George Clooney. Well, he's got the look. I mean, he's, he's got the got look. Support. He's, he's got the. He's, he's clean an activist. Background. He's an activist. Good point. Yeah, yeah. So that George I agree Tom with Hanks. That. Tom, Tom Oprah, Hanks, Oprah, my Oprah God. Winfrey, Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oprah um, could be president. Yeah. Um, who would be their vice president? Who cares? <laughs> Tom not, Hanks. Com- not Kamala Harris. She's not going to be anything. Tom Hanks uh, could, could just get that dog and it would be like Turner and Hooch in the <laughs> White House or something. <laughs> Kamala Harris, you know what? I uh, oh, I almost feel sorry for every time I feel sorry for her. I think this is such an arrogant woman who who got to that level in her life, and I'm sure she was good at what she did. She was a prosecutor. She didn't get that far on to being stupid, so. right? She's not a stupid woman, but she's a tone deaf woman. And for the first three years now, or whatever it is, or two and a half years of Biden's presidency, she has shit the bed. At every opportunity. She's just such a lightweight. She doesn't understand what her job is. She doesn't understand normal speaking. She doesn't understand uh, how, how people, you know, people communicate with each other. Everything is just so stilted and odd that I think, uh, I think if Biden is going to run again, which I think he will, he's going to have to do that whole Remember when John McCain had Sarah Palin as his running yeah. as his running mate? She she just proved to be such an idiot and such a you know a distraction. Uh, he's going to have to do the Sarah Palin equation here. How can he keep Kamala? I don't get. I, I don't they, know. How they he can could. move her into another role and say, "Look, you, we yeah, really you, need her." You brought her. that up. Say, we t- really t- tell need... me the idea you told well, me they, the other they day. They could say, "Hey, look, you know, we really need because of her expertise in this." We really need her to be the director of energy or whatever. You know, they'll put her in that post and say, we really need her to do this. So we're going to move her there. Right, yeah. And we're going to bring in, I, I'm just throwing this out, RFK or whatever. Right. You know, I'm just a- saying. Anybody. Uh, anybody, right? And they could do that. Um, but we talked about this before. It, it's like you said, she was, you know, when she was, whatever, a district attorney in California, you know, maybe that was a good job for her. It's She's only... She's only uh, maybe responsible for a couple million people in her district or whatever the case may be. And then you get on a national stage and, you know, your flaws come out, right? Just like we talked about with DeSantis. DeSantis is dropping in the polls like a bad football team that starts out in college. You know what I mean? Like they're just falling in the ranks. And that's what he's doing. He's Michigan losing to Appalachian State. (laughs) Yeah. Right? That's a great analogy. Yeah. He had it all. I mean, he's got some chances to recoup because he had a bad first debate, I think. Yeah. Although his yeah. ratings, were, his reviews weren't that bad. Not too bad. 
But uh, he didn't um, do him. He didn't. He didn't gain anything. But he, when you get on that level of a stage, you need to stick out. You need to. You need to have a. We, we talked about it. Um, Nikki Haley had the quote of the night. You know, if you want to, if you want to say things, you become a man. Or what was her quote? If you, if you want to get stuff done, yeah. you, 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 you ask a woman or something like that, yeah. right? And yeah. That, that was the quote of the night. Yeah, it really was. And uh, women and liberals ate that up. And I'm going to tell you as a um, uh, sort of a, you know, we, we, look, the, everybody who listens to this show knows that I hate Donald Trump. With the heat of a thousand suns. And, and you've been, you've but been, I've been a Republican all my life. Um, I a lot want, of people feel like you. I There's want a, a Republican people. back in office. And Nikki Haley impressed me the other night because she said the truth. She, came, she said, look, Putin is a goddamn murderer. Do you mm-hmm. understand? She schooled Vivek. Stop defending him. And a lot of, like a lot of these Republican candidates do. He's a murderer. Yep. Stop. And uh, she said some things since then that made a lot of sense to me. And um, I'll, I'll be damned. I'm a Nikki Haley fan. Yeah. No, I think she did pretty good. Um, it's going to be interesting. they got more debates coming up. I think there's another one in California, I think, in September. So there's going to be more debate debates. I'm sure the Democrats are going to have to do it uh, next year. With Joe Biden's going to have to debate. Maybe an RFK or a Gavin Newsom. And these guys RFK that want to take his job for that, right? Yep. They want to take his job. In New Hampshire, he's um, trying to. It's it's interesting. Him. It's fun. You know, I, I it's um, I was seeing a report on that first debate, and they showed. Speaking of uh, these great great quotes that help you propel you to the presidency, which Nikki Haley might have just done. You know what? You know what they said. Ronald Reagan's quote was that they won him the presidency. It's morning in America. What was that? It's morning in America. That's what he said? Well, that's one of the things. Oh, that oh one of them. He said, well, the one he said where uh, because he was older and I think he was going after Mondale. Yes. And he said, and he said I'm not going to let his, his young <laughs> age. and inexperienced. They said that one <laughs> yeah, for him. Yeah. They said it was like get, mic drop. What a great That line. was a mic drop. It really was. And it, and, 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 and it, it won him the presidency, they yeah, said. It so did. that's got to happen with one of these guys or girls. Uh, in the next year to, to surpass Trump. I, I don't know how you're going to surpass Trump because he's got what, 60% of the public. I, or I'll the never understand that. But it's going to be hard. To, and he knows that. That's why he's not going to the debates. He doesn't need yeah. to. Well, you know? uh, i got to give it up to him for that. Uh, why waste your energy on that? Because there's nothing to be gained from it and everything to be lost. If he, if he goes out there and says something stupid... He diminishes himself. Correct. So he's like, I don't need to go there. Look at all yep. these people trying to dethrone me. I, I don't need to show up. I totally agree. And we're I, just so you know, the Salem Bob Show. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this throughout the year. You're gonna have to listen to our episodes every week because it's <laughs> yes, gonna be a are. fun year. We're gonna talk about all this stuff that happens. We're not leaning one way. We're gonna talk about everything that happens on the Democratic side, the Republican side. We are not going we're to, here be to be biased. We're here to be entertaining. We're here to entertain. Hacks. That's exactly right. So uh, keep listening to us for that. We have the NFL season kicking off here next week. So listen to the Salem Bob. That's I'm going to have some picks every week. I'm going to give you my three college picks. I'm going to give you my three NFL picks every week. Maybe All you're right. going to chime in on that. So listen to the Salem Bob show. Make your bets off of uh, 
off of my predictions. We'll see how I do every week. And uh, if you got a FanDuel app, get on there, make your bets. Yeah. And maybe we'll get FanDuel Boy, they've to sponsor been, they've us. Been banging my email now that the football season is coming up because that's all I bet on, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, they want they want you to start. Right oh, now. yeah. Did you, you know you have forty dollars in credits? You have this uh, sixty dollar, uh, you know, special bonus. We get blah blah blah. Um, it cracks me up that these NFL players can't bet, and they're just getting, you know, these owners are making money on this FanDuel. You know, we're all betting it's really on funny, it. Funny, isn't it? It's kind of fun. I know they can't because it's it's just not good for the game, but uh, it's really funny, you know how how life is you know here they are but they make millions of dollars they don't they're really the need ones to gamble. making they, it I all mean, why do they need to gamble they're already yeah. making millions true, of dollars true right but it's funny it would be like you know it'd be like you going it'd be like you having a drinking problem me and you have to go into aa but the meetings are at a bar every week you know what i mean like yeah, right. you, you're at a bar you can't drink <laughs> right but you know we're gonna have meetings I here i do have a that, drinking problem the, but i don't go to aa <laughs> Instead, we record the Sal and Bob show once a week. That's a good point, Sal. Um, so, so let's uh, let's close out the show because we're Detroiters here. We're, mm-hmm. We've been talking about football for the last several minutes. Yep. Here we are in Michigan. Our Detroit Lions, Sal, yep. are one of the teams favored to make the Super Bowl. They are it's... the ninth-ranked team out of 32 in the NFL to get to the Super Bowl. And you and I and our pal Derek Richards all talked about this today. We think it's higher odds than that. We, we think the odds are better for them. We think that they're a better team than even the NFL is saying right now. Mm-hmm. I agree. They open the season with a, uh, a game on the road against Kansas City. If they win that game, I think that makes their season. I it really, really does. I, I said this to you guys on a thread. If you're going to play KC, you want to play them in week one. Yeah. You know, they might not be ready, right? right? I mean, you know, a little bit of rusty. Nobody's really played. Um, it's the first. I would rather play, you know, do you want to go to KC in December in week 13? No, I don't. I don't want to do that. Week not once when perfect. Mahomes is oiled up it's and ready be, to roll. It's going to be hot out there. It's going to yeah. be 90 degrees on the field. Uh, you're talking early September. Yeah. It's a Thursday night game. Hey, the Lions could could come out of that, you know, 21-17 winners, walk they off could. that field and just steal one. They could. You know, just steal a game. Well, you know? you know what? That's a good point because I think if they win it, and I think they do win it, they're going to steal it. Um, Mahomes is obviously the better quarterback on that field than uh, Jared Goff. But Goff is not a slacker, man. He's a top-ten quarterback no. in that league. He knows how to find his receivers. He knows when to dump off. He knows when to go, uh, you know, to cradle that ball and hit the deck. Uh, that is a very savvy quarterback. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have the athleticism that Mahomes has. The no. thing that he does have that Mahomes doesn't have is the complement of receivers and running backs. Nope. And uh, you said, I think today, that uh, you think that they're going to beat KC in KC. I think they are. I think okay. they're going to come out and just play well. And uh, it's a national televised game. I think they're going to do well. And I think if, and look, this game does really, to be honest with you, doesn't mean nothing to either team. It's not, no, it a, it's not a league it's game. One of it's not a division game. If the Lions come out of this 0-1, 
it hurts nothing in their right. division and their playoffs. Down the road, it could hurt if they're you know if they're eleven five and one and, right. and they, they lose the division by a game. Yeah, it yeah. could hurt them. But to be honest with you, if they come out of this game and lose, it ain't gonna hurt them. No, they just can't get blown out. They can't have some no, forty-five no, thirteen that. debacle. No, where Goff gets hurt in the second quarter, and then we bring in Teddy Bridgewater. All that nightmare. Now, shit. now, what if it goes the other way? What if the Lions win that game thirty-five thirteen? Patrick Mahomes well, is like five that, for nineteen. With, then they're you the know, Super Bowl it, favorites, baby. I mean, it, it, that could happen. And then it could all happen. of a sudden, week two, they're. You know, I don't know who they play in week two, but let's say they're at home and they they could be nine point favorites against somebody. The what, what are week. the what are the uh, what's the odds? What's going on? With uh, they're getting six and a half points. They're the over under I think is 54, okay. 53. So it's fifty four, fifty three. So fifty four, fifty three is the over under. Okay, so they're, they're taking it. All right, so the so the odds makers know that they got two potent offenses there, and they're only six and a half point dogs. The Lions. They're getting a ton of points, man. It's a lot of uh, that, points. Yeah, so For a good defensive team. I'll take yeah. that. So right now, off the top of my head, give me the Lions plus six. I'll buy it to seven if I can. I will take the and Lions give me, plus give me six the plus and a half. seven for a hundred. Yep, I'll take that. Hell they yeah! They got to lose. Basically, they got to lose by ten points. If you're getting seven, right, right. Yeah. I mean, most of the scoring is seven, right. threes. It's never eight or eight. I mean, eight. it is, but yeah. especially with the two point conversion now, yeah. teams miss field goals all the time. Man, gambling is a lot crazier now because it is of, There's because of the so field many goals things and, going and the on. extra point is not easy anymore. Uh, but anyway, thirty five yards is the extra. It's a thirty five yard yeah. extra point now, and some teams. Some teams, a lot of teams, go for it on fourth down now. Well, um, look at the Lions. They finished nine and eight last year, and they, they missed the playoffs. Right, I forgot they missed the playoffs. Obviously, they, they missed the yeah. playoffs, uh, but they beat. And I love the fact. Oh, they beat Green Bay. They beat Green Bay. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was and, in New and York. Aaron Rodgers' last game against them. That's great. Uh, his last play was an interception to end the game, and yes. I love that. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but I think I wanted to say. That uh, the Lions um, have uh, attracted the attention of the football gods. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, that's not an accident. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's what you're saying. ESPN is saying that they're, because they know, they study this stuff. They know yes. all the players. They know how they're stacked on defense yes. and they get a good draft. Yeah. Um, they've got a good quarterback. They got, they're stacked at receiver. Um, you know, they had a little problem. They got this uh, Williams guy's going to be out for six games for gambling. Maybe one of the other guys, too. Yeah, but they, they, they were 9-8 and eight last year without him. Correct. So, it, And then this Antoine Green guy stepped it up in the, last yeah. pl- in the last preseason game. This team is legit. Look out for this team. I'm telling you guys right now, there's no way they don't win nine or ten games. No, oh, they're going to win ten games. No at way, at least. It, it's, and it's, you, I think you picked twelve. And I, five, I'm going twelve and five. And I said eleven and six. Um, they do got some tough games. I mean, I think they got to go out to Frisco, and they've got some tough games. But, but uh, man, it's going to be a fun season. So listen to the Sal and Bob show. Yeah, as we're going to talk about that all year long. Um, hey, man, tell everybody We're, where you're going to be coming up, man, okay. as, we, as we hit so, September here. Yeah. So I'm going to be out at the um, Des Moines, Iowa Great Funny club, Bone, man. Great September club. 1st and 2nd. And then after that, I uh, am going to be at um, 
one night stands, uh, and I, I want to I want to look up. I the think dates you're here. 27th through the 29th. I think you're there, buddy. You got the greatest memory. I, I don't know I'm why. So I know thankful. dates. I know you're my I friend because you remember this stuff. It's weird. I, I been, you know what? I've been doing comedy for so long that I know every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like is in. Embedded in my head, like every you're year. You're like Rain Man. Just, you're just like for Thursday, Friday, Saturday. If you ask, on the floor. If you ask me, you know what day Christmas is on, I don't know. <laughs> but if you want to, if you want to ask me, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. so uh, let, let me see. On one night stands. And by the way, Mike Green, uh, our pal who runs that club, um, he's going to be out there. Uh, when is Mike's? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, September, September 8th and 9th, Mike Green. And our pal, Ron Feingold, is going to be out there next week. At One Night Stands? He is. Oh, okay. August 31st through September 2nd. Okay, so Labor Day weekend he's coming yep, up. Yep, he's right. going to come up. And Ron is a very funny guy. Very funny. Um, lots of... Ron's uh, the, uh, is the proprietor of Open Bar Comedy, which is oh, yes, doing really, really well. Yes, Open Bar Comedy, which you and I have both done specials for. Mm-hmm. They are uh, available. You can see our specials on openbarcomedy.com. What is it, like $5.99? dollars You get to see. monthly uh, fee. Yep. Yep, it's so, a great thing that's really doing well. Almost, uh, what, 700,000 followers on Facebook? I think yeah, it's said. a crazy number. It's a crazy it's great. number. It's good stuff, man. Yeah, and, so, um, and then you can see me in Ann Arbor. Uh, what are my dates there, uh, Seth? October 12th through the 14th. You can see Bob <laughs> how, there. How do you know that? Because we I have a Genetti show on oh, the 12th that I'm okay. doing. So I'm missing two Genetti yeah, shows. Yeah, you are. Too. So. Yeah. So September uh, and October, but I'll be back in November. You'll be back in November. Uh, so come... Uh, who do we have? Who's who's uh, who's headlining Genetti? September twenty uh, eighth. Uh, Mike Jeter's going to co-host for me and from Sam Rose Entertainment. Uh, we've got Matt Kahn Matt is headlining Kahn is that. Headlining, yes. uh, in October, we've got um, who do we have in October? Oh, man, that's 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 just crossed my mind. I forgot who we have in October. In October, but okay. So just now, go to Genetti's. It's I, a great. Let's not let that go. I want. I want to make a point of saying who's on here. Um, October. Who do we? Have? Oh, we have uh, Coco. No, we don't have Coco. No. Oh. Um, in October, is it Mike Ball? Mike Ball. Mike Ball. Mike Ball. Mike Ball. Our I'm sorry. Mike, Mike Ball. Ball. October twelfth. One of the funniest uh, crowd work comedians out there. Static. He's going to be He's headlining. Killing. He's killing. He works so yeah. hard. He's so mm-hmm. funny. Very likable. Just a just a good Coco dude. Coco is going to be on um, March of next year, and then Mike Bonner April, I think. Yep, and then we have uh, Dave Landau in January. We yeah. have Derek Richards in February. Yeah, let's uh, talk about Dave for you know, a moment. Dave is uh, is his show a Normal World star. on Bla- Blaze yeah. TV is yeah. kicking ass. That's kicking ass. Just Normal a big World. talent. Proud of him. Good yeah. Detroit guy that yeah. that's doing some good things, and he's he's tagged me and you along for the and ride. He's such, yeah, he's such a good guy, um, very he, good he's guy. Pulled us along on mm-hmm. uh, a lot of his funny bone gigs and yep. other different gigs around the country, and uh, he's just a very humble, funny guy, family guy, who consistently destroys in every room that he goes. Yeah, man. It's... So we're gonna have him. Uh, is it January eleventh? What's up there, Dustin Hoffman? I think, Do you have uh, that one? <laughs> well, I know February. I think it's the eleventh. Whatever it is, 15th. We'll I think my, January might be the fifteenth as well. But okay, uh, it's that second week of January. Yeah. Um, we have also we have Captain Joe's too. 
Captain Joe's. Our Sal and Bob so show there is doing what we September eighth yes. with Tommy Thompson. October sixth with uh, Jody Kearns out of Ohio. She's so funny. You guys are gonna love her if you come out. Uh, and then in November we have Nate Armbruster in November yeah, headlining so that. Gonna, and in December have we Nate have Mark back. Canope. So I have mm-hmm. all the headliners for that. Yeah. Some of the showcase guys and gals are still getting plugged in. But uh, Captain Joe's is great, great food out there. We love Joe, and we just can't think of him enough to yeah. put him uh, putting Google us on. Google Captain Joe's. Amazing Lake. place, man. Google Genetti's. Yep. We're very uh, fortunate. Very you know, fortunate. Any date for that, and you're going to see us up there, and yep. you're going to see all kinds of talent, not just Michigan talent, talent from all across the country. By the way, ranked number 21, Sal and Bob podcast it, ranked Thank number you for 21 us, man number 20 there's 800,000 podcasts buddy we're ranked number 21 Boy, for comedy because we like and doing this and people like food. listening to it and yeah. we're here at the george tonight and we're talking comedy and we're having a blast thank you george and rita the food yes. was amazing the wine is amazing come visit here keep listening to the Alan bob show go to bobphillips.com for his schedule we're go to so his instagram social. His Facebook, he's got great reels. Sally Sal D08 on Twitter. Sally D08. Uh, just keep following us and keep listening to the Sal and Bob Show. We'll see you for week one of the NFL in a, just about a week. So we'll see you there. Good night. Good night, everybody. We'll take you out with squeeze. Take it to the bridge. Throw it overboard. See if it can swim. Back into the shore. No one's in the house. Everyone is out in the blinds. I lyrics. I don't know. I just like singing that song. So Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. 